A to Z Sports. Prime time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Get the hookup with the Intel Edge at GaryAshton.com. Of course, you know Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered commercially or residentially. Just give them a visit at Brymac.com. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at Two Rivers Ford. Dot com. Sorry if you're hearing a redundancy of my voice, but Two Rivers Ford will hook you up the same way that they hooked me up. All you have to do is check out the Built For You program in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And of course, DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action. Using that promo code will tell you how you can make money on March Madness. Hell, you could have bet Vanderbilt in the NIT quarterfinals this evening against Xavier. And that would be a good way to wager. We'll tell you more about their great offers for you at a different point in the show. So this is a huge commitment for the University of Tennessee. This is five-star quarterback Nico Iamaliava. And he has let it be known that he intends to commit to Rocky Top. Now, nothing has been signed officially yet. We understand this. We understand that there is still a considerable period of time because he's a 2023 prospect. We know that it there can be some things that happen in between that make this, you know, not a guarantee. But looking through the situation for Tennessee, this sets up for him to become the next superstar that the University of Tennessee can also provide a platform for. The Vols need him badly. He need, uh, Tennessee needs him far more than he needs Tennessee, of course, we know this to be so, but this can be a perfect marriage of young star, exciting quarterback at this position. And Jeff Rubel chimes in, Nico, I'm a leave you because he's an Ohio State fan and he wants to rib the Vols fans in our uh, in our conversation this evening. I understand that. So uh, Jeff has had many exciting quarterback prospects over the course of his Ohio State fandom, but now it's time to let the Vols fans have a turn. This is true. So the question that I want to start with, your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Let's do that, shall we? I want to know, on a scale of 1 to 10, as a Vols fan, how excited should Vols fans be that they've landed Nico Iamaliava? Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford, who make the Two Rivers Ford take possible each and every night. At Two Rivers Ford, they have the Built For You program, which allows you to pick any Ford vehicle that you want, any customizable accessories, any color that that Ford vehicle comes in, you can get it built for you. They will build it for you, and they will deliver it right to your door. It's one of the many ways that Two Rivers Ford goes out of their way to make sure that you get exactly what you need if you choose to use them and choose to take your business to them. It's one of the best car dealerships. In fact, I think it's the best car dealership in the state of Tennessee with one of the state's largest selections of quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So how excited are you that the Vols have landed Nico? Well, I had Steve Wilfong, who is the uh, 
He's the recruiting director at 247 Sports. Steve was kind enough to give us some of his time today to talk about young Nico and talk about how this means brighter days at the University of Tennessee. Of these things. Steve Wiltfong joins us now to talk about the other university. Well, one of the other universities in the state of Tennessee. Nico Iamaliava, quarterback in the 2023 class, five-star quarterback in the 2023 class, committing to Tennessee yesterday. What's going on, Steve? Hey, guys. Doing well, man, but not doing as well as your friends in Knoxville. What a day uh, for Tennessee to stamp that commitment publicly. Obviously, it was in the works behind the scenes, but everybody was able to celebrate it yesterday. And uh, a terrific day for a program that really, you know, has maybe shown some flashes over the last decade or so at times, but hasn't been able to, you know, be a contender or, or play at the level that Balls fans of uh, uh, past or accustomed to it's been been a long time since y'all have won 10 games in a season you know but i i think you know the way this new coaching staff is recruiting and, and landing a player like this certainly forecasts for some brighter days uh, down the road so we'll get to more of steve's analysis of uh of nico iamaliava i'm going to keep saying it until i'm comfortable saying saying the last name and your scale of one to ten, nine point three says Ed is for uh, says Ed is for UT in the comments on YouTube. He says, "Now let's build an offensive line for him." Remember that he will have some time. You will have some time to build around him because he's a twenty twenty three commit. Steven Snyder says ten. Maybe one day we will get Nico on Buck's show. It's possible. Uh, we will certainly reach out to the University of Tennessee whenever the young man actually signs his uh, his letter of uh, commitment or whatever the proper term for those letters are called when he officially signs then you can be a 10 out of 10 then you can be an 11 out of 10 you can be a 12 out of 10 you can be a 20 out of 10 whatever you want to be as soon as he puts pen to paper you're in business baby but uh you know it is promising because he is coming to tennessee he is committed this early with the intention of allowing him to be the kind of catalyst that you need to sign highly talented players around him. We'll spend more time on the domino effect. I, for me, you know, being removed just kind of from fandom, but as somebody who's reading, I, the more that I read on this guy, the more that I get excited about the prospect of him. His pro comp by almost every reputable national recruiting service that is out there that you can gain information from, from 247 to on three sports to everything in between his pro compare or rather his collegiate comparison his player comparison is Marcus Mariota now I understand that Titans fans hear that name and feel a certain kind of way about Marcus Mariota I think that his time with the Titans has kind of colored his opinion for a lot of people in Tennessee about what he was as a college player what he was as a college player was one of the most exciting electrifying players to ever play college football. Marcus at Oregon was, I mean, I had seen impressive impressive prospects come through the college ranks before, right? Like Cam Newton is probably the most physical, physically dominant college football player I've ever seen in my life. But Marcus was up there as far as, oh my God, this guy has just shock and awe associated with his talent. His athleticism is off the charts. That is who Nico's player comparison is. Now think back to Marcus at Oregon and imagine that in orange. My God, would that 
turn that place, the University of Tennessee, Neyland Stadium, on its, I mean, on its head if that was the kind of player that you were getting. Now, you Tennessee is exciting. Tennessee is is going to Tennessee is going to make substantial strides under Josh Heupel. And this it, while it is a victory, it's not set in stone just yet. But at this point, Nico being a part of their recruiting class for 2023 is going to allow you to continue to build talent around him because people want to play with this guy. He's one of the top 3 quarterbacks in this class. Um Arch Manning who is being heavily recruited, he is going to visit uh, he's going to visit Texas tomorrow. You've got, oh, damn! I just wrote down. I just wrote down the the USC commits name, uh, Malachi. Forgive me, I'm blanking on Malachi's last name. Those of you who follow recruiting much closer than I could probably give me his last name. But you've got Arch Manning, Nico Iamaliava, and Malachi, the USC commit, whose last name escapes me at this current point in time. But those are the top three quarterbacks in the 2023 class. Malachi is already a commit to USC. Every team in the country, every school in the country is currently recruiting Arch Manning uh, as best they can. Like I said, he's going to be at Texas this week, taking a uh, seeing what all Austin can offer before they ultimately make their transition to the SEC. Thank you, Jeff Rubel. Malachi Nelson is the quarterback who is the USC commit. I appreciate you guys uh, picking that up for me, uh, picking up my slack on that. But when you look at the, when you look at what he is, he's a program changing type of player. There are so many things that the Vols and Tennessee can offer this young man. We have no idea how much of his decision was uh, how much NIL NIL money factored into his decision. I have no idea what the conversation with places like Spire Sports are, which is a name, image, and likeness collective that's based out of East Tennessee, based out of Knoxville more specifically, and does represent uh, and work with a lot of the top players like Cedric Tillman and Hendon Hooker, for example. Uh, Jesse Norwood says $8 million NIL rumor, says Jesse. Well, I, I have no idea. And I'm, I'm forgive me, I'm not close enough to the NIL conversations um, to know what is fact and what is fiction, what is being hard and fast reported and what is just speculation. You know, I'm going to try and avoid doing the thing that happened to Jimbo Fisher where, you know, Jimbo Fisher has allegedly got a $30 million bank to play, to pay uh, A&M players that, you know, may or may not exist, but Jimbo's trying to keep it on lock because he has no idea. He has no idea. Well, he's, he's trying to keep expectations down for other players who uh, think that A&M players are getting that kind of money when they may not be getting quite that kind of money, but certainly doing quite well for themselves. Um, Jeff Rubel says NIL, NIL factored a lot. Let's be honest. And that's fine, right? Like that's, that's the name of the game now, Jeff. If you can get NIL to be a hammer for you, that's a big win. Whatever it takes to get a guy like this, this is the most important quarterback prospect that Tennessee has had since Peyton Manning. Uh, flat out. And I say that with no, with no irony, with no hyperbole, with no, you know, I'm not trying to, exa- I'm not trying to exaggerate this thing in any way, shape or form. This is the most important, most talented quarterback prospect that the University of Tennessee will be able to get their hands on, provided that he does end up signing since Peyton Manning back in the 90s. This is the kind of guy that we're talking about who is just committed to the Vols. Now, these are tremendous expectations that are being lofted on a dude who will have some competition. Hendon Hooker will be gone by the time the 2023 class 
rolls around. You're looking at uh, Taven Jackson, who is the brother of uh, uh, Trace Jackson Davis, who plays for my Indiana Hoosiers basketball, though. Um, he is a quarterback. Trace, uh, no, uh, Taven Jackson, the quarterback who was a part of this year's uh, signing class, the 2022 signing class. So there will be some players there who will look to compete for this starting position, but there is no question that he is above and beyond the most talented of the players at that position who the University of Tennessee will have uh, have at their disposal. Uh, Jeff says, you got to help. Uh, you got to get the help around him though, Buck. And and I think that's the next place that we should go, Jeff. In fact, I want to I want to transition. Well, let me get back to your scale of one to ten. I want to read some more comments before we move on in our entirety. Right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for your dream address without the stress. The official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Preds, of A to Z Sports Prime Time. The Ashton team will get you the intel edge that you need to succeed in this red-hot real estate market here in Middle Tennessee. The Intel Edge will help you sell your home without any showings or staging, help you win the buyer battle, help you cash in on your home equity now. That's just a few of the things that the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage can help you with when you're looking for your dream address without the stress or looking to sell your home for more. Do it at GaryAshton.com. So your scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you? on a scale of 1 to 10, that Nico Imaliava has committed to the University of Tennessee. Uh, for Alan Matthews, it's an 11. Um, Mark Jones says Nico will bring recruits. Just his signing is huge. The top guys will follow. Well, we can get into that here in just a moment. Um, uh, let's see. I hope he's better than Arch Manning, says Brian Bowman. That would be irony, especially if Arch does not commit to Tennessee. If he pulls, you know, if he does what his dad did, basically, which is say, well, my dad and my brother both went to Ole Miss. Well, I guess... Eli had not gone to Ole Miss at the time. Did Cooper, Cooper, Cooper Manning didn't play college football, did he? I didn't Cooper, or maybe Cooper played in college and had his career cut short early because I know Cooper was a wide receiver. I can't remember if Cooper played college ball or not at Ole Miss. And that's, you know, regrettable because I'm, I know Cooper was like a high level athlete before he had injuries kind of really, I mean, seriously derail him. But yeah, wouldn't that be ironic if Arch Manning goes elsewhere um, Nico ends up at Tennessee and Nico ends up having the better collegiate career than Arch Manning, who does not look like he's going to be coming to the University of Tennessee at this juncture, especially with this com commitment. Evan White says Nico will beat Saban. Well, let's not let's not get let's not get ahead of ourselves just yet, Evan. Uh, <laughs> Evan, have you been drinking again? Keep it keep it on lock, baby. It's too well. I guess it's not too early. It's eight thirty six Central Time. So if you're if you're ha if you're face down in a uh, in a bottle of booze or whatever you're doing, and you're saying that Nico will knock off the mighty Nick Saban, will say Saban will be almost Saban's going to be in his seventies, I think, by the time Nico is actually a quarterback at the University of Tennessee. So let's not get nuts, but. This was a uh, this this is a tremendous win. So now let's get into what the domino effect of this is, because uh, Jeff Rubel brought up the idea that they do need help around him, and there's no question that Tennessee needs help around Nico at this point. Uh, what I want to ask you about this particular situation is: what is the biggest advantage of having Nico commit to UT right now at this very moment, or I guess? Technically, yesterday, what's the biggest advantage to that happening at this point? Let's talk about it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I will get your responses here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, 
Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered. They're the best in the business. Uh, three locations in Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky to make sure you get in your comfort zone. Trust the best. Trust Brymac Mechanical at Brymac.com. So, what's the biggest advantage of having Nico commit to the University of Tennessee right now? Now, there's a variety of them. One, it's just general forward momentum. This is a big win for a school like Tennessee that's been looking for this caliber of player for a long, long time. Um, I think the, he is the biggest, he is the most highly touted commit at the university since Khalil McKenzie, who was a defensive lineman who ended up turning into an offensive lineman in the pros, didn't really have that crazy, I mean, really didn't have much of a college career or an impact in college to speak of, but he was a highly touted recruit. Um, that UT landed, I think this was back in like 2016, if memory serves. Now he's, uh, Khalil McKenzie's still in the league to his credit. So he's been able to, he's been able to have a decent pro career thus far, even if he's been bouncing around in a couple of different places with the Chiefs for a hot second. I think he went to the AAF for a little bit. And now um, the Ravens were really, really hurt last year. He ended up on their roster and, and their expectation was that he should play both offensive line and defensive line. But what is the biggest advantage of having Nico committed at this point? Um, he can draw some five-star receivers, says Ed is UT. Uh, Ed is for UT. Hopefully, well, uh, we asked actually asked him about Carnell Tate, who's one of the biggest uh, at IMG Academy. He's one of the biggest, brightest five-star recruits in the 2023 class. And um, what our buddy Steve Wilfong of the uh, the uh, the recruiting director for Two Four Seven Sports says is that. Tennessee should now be the leader in the clubhouse for the best wide receiver in college football in 2023. Steve, what what is the domino effect of having him commit early enough to let them get as good a possible class around him throughout the next phases and cycles of, of recruiting? Specifically with somebody like Carnell Tate, the wide receiver out of IMG Academy, who was very uh, active on social media after Nico committed to Tennessee. Well, Tennessee has a great chance at Carnell Tate. He's been there a couple times already and, uh, you know, again, is excited about the balls. I think Tennessee, they could be in pole position for Carnell Tate right now. You know, they're, you know Notre Dame's up there. He's from Chicagoland, South Bend, 90 minutes or so away uh, from where his parents live. And, and Notre Dame's had a heck of a run of late. Um, and, and then Ohio State with what they've been able to do in producing wide receivers. But, there's an excitement around Tennessee. There's a you know, an excitement around the trajectory of the program, and and they seem to have everything moving uh, in the right direction to be in the mix for for some of these blue chippers. Beyond that, and I think Nico's commitment it makes it cool to look at Tennessee again. It makes it cool to look at Tennessee again, which is all that you can ask for. And by the way, those two clips are from the interview that uh, we did with Steve Wilfong of 24-7 Sports today on the radio show. You can check out any of the interviews that I do on my radio show. It's simply called The Buck Rising Show, your favorite podcast app, Spotify. Uh, it's you know We stream it on YouTube, on Facebook Live as well. Um, and we do a lot of great interviews there. By the way, Kelly Harper, uh, the head coach of Lady Vols, they're in the Sweet 16 in the women's uh, March Madness bracket. She's going to be on the radio show tomorrow, as well as a couple of other guests, if I uh, read my text messages from Lucas correctly. Jimmy Wyatt, Ian Harditz of Pro Football Focus. We're going to have a lot of fun guests over the course of the next week. But Nico has made it cool to consider the University of Tennessee again. 
And uh, Jeff Rubel says Ohio State is the leader. Will Fong even said so. Well, I, I didn't hear him say that Ohio State is the leader. I've he said that Tennessee is in pole position, which I took to be, which I took to mean the leader. But again, Jeff, I I would I would um, I I would I would what's the word I'm looking for? I would concede to. You, you all who follow recruiting on a much, much closer level than I do. Truly, it's it's not something that I address unless something, uh, unless something substantial like this happens. So I, I'd be lying to you if I regularly, if I said I regularly checked the two four seven composite outside of when Tennessee lands a big one like this one. But um, I, I am curious to see how this affects it because I do know that Carnell Tate was hugely active on social media. And as Steve said, has taken several visits visits to the University of Tennessee, and that Tennessee, this is a big win for them that may help convince people like Carnell Tate to move away from a, a school like Ohio State, who has produced wide receivers at a very high level, to a place like Tennessee, where they seem to re, be really, really coming into their own. And we will see what kind of what kind of uh, production you have from Hendon, Hendon Hooker and Cedric Tillman in this offense that looks to, you know, one would hope, take the next step. But here's the thing. Like, defense, they need they need commitments on defense, man. Their defense is uh, questionable. They made a lot. They made l- lemonade out of lemons last year on defense. Credit to Tim Banks for keeping that unit playing the way that they were, given that there was a considerable talent disparity and depth disparity across the board after all the attrition. Um, without a defense, you have, I mean, we saw the two teams that just played in the national championship game, Alabama and Georgia. Georgia has the best defense I've ever seen in my life watching college football. Maybe that's not necessarily the formula to repeat. And maybe it's going to be a long time before the university of Tennessee is playing for championships again. I don't have the answer to that. All I know is that they need better players on defense and that Nico is great, but you do have to also have at least some kind of competency on the other side of the ball. Um, all right. Let's move on. Let's do a gone viral video and let's wrap this thing up on a Tuesday. The question I want to ask you in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch is this. Uh, speak, staying in the SEC, staying locally in the SEC, uh, Vanderbilt in the news today. They've developed a new logo and it was summarily dragged across the surface of the sun on the internet today. I want to know, are you for or against? the uh, new Vandy logo. And if you have not seen the new Vandy logo, we will introduce that to you momentarily right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action. As a college basketball fan, you can turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if if their team does win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in on the action with same-game parlays that allow you to uh, place multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout, and the more legs you add, the more money you can win. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code A to Z Sports, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code A to Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. So, are you for or against the new Vanderbilt logo? Uh, we will show you the video that they released, and you can make the decision for yourself. 
Vanderbilt University was founded in 1873, shortly after the end of the Civil War and the abolishment of slavery. Cornelius Vanderbilt, the Northern industrialist, and his Southern wife, Frank Armstrong Vanderbilt, donated the largest charitable gift in American history at the time to support the vision of a Methodist bishop, to strengthen the ties between a divided country. At the time, there were no great universities in the South, so Vanderbilt was modeled after Ivy League schools in the North. But over the next 150 years, Vanderbilt grew from a regional university into a globally recognized institution. And as it evolved, it developed a culture all its own. The campus became home to 10 distinct schools, intentionally designed to promote connection and interaction between students, faculty, staff, alumni, and Nashville, a city that's as much a part of Vanderbilt as Vanderbilt is of it. Blending grit, tenacity, and community spirit with the relentless pursuit of human potential, Vanderbilt University has become one of the most admired and selected universities in the world. Our rise to the top in academics and athletics, from bioengineering to baseball, is due to one simple truth. At Vanderbilt, talented people find their own paths and team up to break new ground. This collaboration mindset infuses every aspect of university life. Our campus, classrooms, playing fields, stages, studios, and labs. Cutting across disciplinary boundaries with a unified sense of purpose. We are a community dedicated to the lifelong realization of our potential. And we carry this philosophy into the wider world because we know that when we put in the work together, we'll never stop growing and achieving. It's what we call radical collaboration. And it's what drives us forward ever. This is our story. This is Vanderbilt. All right, so that's the, the video. That's the new logo. No more uh, uh, black star outlined in gold with the white V, the thinner white V in the middle of it. Now it's a gold, large, wide V that looks much more modern, but um, I mean, here's here's my thing. Okay, I don't want to be the crotchety old man because um, I'm not, I don't think I'm not, I'm getting older. I'm getting older every second, truly. Um, and I feel it, uh, in both in the way that I view things happening in the world and in, um, just day-to-day -day activities. Like I'm definitely getting older in a way that I don't find appealing, but I don't, I really don't want to turn into somebody who's just like, no, you can't change things because this is the way that they've always been. I always, I've always hated that person. So I'm not interested in doing that, but I do think that Vanderbilt Vanderbilt's logo is iconic, right? Like truly Vanderbilt's logo, original logo. Now I know it's not the original, original logo, but like the one that they have had for certainly my entire lifetime is recognizable. There is something about that logo that I think is distinguished. I imagine if somebody tried to mess with the power T and I know that they've changed from the T and the U intertwined. It used to be on the, the basketball court. It used to be at center at midfield at Neyland Stadium. I understand that every university has gone through logo changes from time to time. But Vandy, I mean, the, the one thing that doesn't need to be fixed about Vanderbilt Athletics is the damn logo. That's, that's, the, that's kind of the way that I think about it. I don't, I don't like, I don't like the, uh, I don't like the whole, the whole situation. Um, with the changing of the logo. That's just my personal opinion. If you like it, good for you. You're entitled to that. But I do, I, you know, I really do think that the old logo was better. 
Uh, but like I said, you know, I'm just trying not to get be get off my lawn guy. Uh, Steven Snyder said this is about as bad as Buck being brought into the Onion Gate on 3HL. What the hell is the Onion Gate? What is what does that even mean? Onion Gate? What happened? I wasn't on 3HL today, Steven Snyder. You're gonna have to, uh, Steven, you're gonna have to expand for me uh, and tell me what that means um, before the show ends. And we're getting ready to wrap up the show, so I'd do it quickly. If you can expand, if you have, if you have it in your fingers to type with speed and efficiency to tell me what the hell you're talking about with Onion Gate, um, I would love to know because I'm sure that Don Davenport has blamed me for something that I didn't do. And if that is the case, then I need to know about it so I can call or tweet or text or do whatever I need to do to tell Don Davenport that she's wrong about this particular situation. Steven Snyder does not appear to be, uh, that's uh, Onion Gates is Robert White Stewart, question mark, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have no idea what's going on with the Onion Gate, but I've not seen a, uh, I've not seen a comment yet from, oh, Dawn was ranting about someone throwing onion in the trash. Oh, well, then that's her co-host. That's, uh, that is the great Ron Slay. Ron Slay was in there this morning with like 16 different containers of breakfast tacos. Lucas always keeps them and eats them because for some reason he's the only person in the world that doesn't get bothered by cold eggs. Uh, he's like a garbage disposal. I would tell you that I am not the one eating onions. In fact, I had today, today I had a toffee coffee, uh, almond milk latte from Just Love and an orange. That's what I ate in the studio today. That was the extent of my, uh, that was the extent of my um, in-studio eating because I also work in there and I don't like when it smells like onions, which it typically does after, uh, you know, and listen, Jason and Ramon, they're in there for four hours. If they want to eat their breakfast, they're up at 6 a.m. They got to do what they got to do. But uh, no, I am not a, I am not a smelly food eater in public places. Uh, so you can certainly take me off the list uh, in that regard. I blame Lucas and Slay. <laughs> Ryan Wooldred says, hi, bro. Can you please help me with fantasy basketball for tomorrow night's game? Uh, I mean, I would have zero. I would have zero to contribute um, to your fantasy basketball situation, Ryan Wooldridge. But uh, Godspeed. Good luck, because that's going to do it for us tonight. Radio show tomorrow. Going to be a lot of fun. Hardcore quarterback analysis with Mark Schofield of Touchdown Wire. We got Jimmy Wyatt, the great one, who's going to rip the Vanderbilt logo up and down and also tell us about Robert Woods. Robert Woods is going to speak to the media. He's holding a press conference tomorrow at noon, so we'll carry that live for you, for those of you who are interested in hearing from your new Wide receiver two and Vols, uh, Lady Vols coach Kelly Harper. Their t- their team is on their way to the Sweet 16. They beat uh, Belmont last night in a very, very exciting game, even if the end of that got dragged out in ways that it should have never done. That was horrendous. Uh, look, it's a jam-packed, loaded show. Going to be a lot of fun. we got the dumbest thing in sports this week, too. All of that on the radio show tomorrow from 10 to 1 Central Time on 104.5 The Zone. See you guys then or, if not, tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Primetime.